We're sitting here in Vancouver talking to Yamita Switlow of QSO VSO. Hi, Yamita. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you, Scott. Well, it's wonderful to have you join us today. So, tell me some of the things that have been happening with QSO VSO lately. There's some wonderful assignments happening in South America, in, in the Latin America, as they say, and these are mainly postings on environment and working with youth, and our application rate is really up, and I really think it's a reflection of what's going on in the job market. Oh, interesting. So, how, how would somebody find out more about these uh, opportunities to volunteer with QSO? Well, it's all on our website, and the main the process is you can look at some of the jobs and the volunteer opportunities for professionals on the website. But the key is you need to apply if you feel that you uh, have time in your life to do uh, a wonderful project like this. How long would some of the projects be? Well, the assignments are range from three months six months for uh, highly skilled professionals to up to two years. Wow. So QSO, when it started off originally, was about sending university students. Is that still what happens with QSO VSO? Not really. Our average age of the people we send are around 44. Wow. So it's usually highly skilled individuals. The minimum age is 24. Wonderful. But I was talking to some university students, and nowadays university students aren't what they used to be. Nowadays, there are university students that have a lot of skills and are older, mm. that have come back to university. So I wouldn't generally say it's not university school students. It is highly skilled individuals, because people in the developing world in Africa, the uh, Far East, and South America are looking for highly skilled people to help uh, to collaborate with them. So, can you, can you give us some examples of maybe one of the projects that you you yourself found particularly interesting? Because I'm a marine biologist, okay. I'm always one at heart. Um, I went to Kenya uh, to um, the coast to near Watamu, actually in Watamu. A beautiful part of the coast, an area where a lot of Italians and Europeans have been buying up property, millions of dollars worth of property, and they're building sea, uh, walls at the end of their property. And um, sea turtles, uh, hawksbill, green sea turtles, loggerheads that are highly endangered, this is their nesting grounds, and they can't get up the beach because of these walls that oh, people dear. have built. And there are also people that are getting rid of their wastes in, in the ocean. So sea turtles see a rubber glove or a garbage bag and they think that that's a jellyfish and food. Oh, and so they eat jellyfish? They eat jellyfish. I yeah. didn't know that. I know, it's pretty interesting. They're immune to the nematocyst, the stinging cells of a jellyfish. Wow. So, um, they eat these plastic bags and they die. And then propellers of boats cut their flippers off. They don't have appropriate nesting grounds. So I met a volunteer there that's from the Philippines, part of our VSO Federation. 
and he helps educate the community about the value of sea turtles. And it's interesting that when they look deep into their heritage and stories, the sea turtle is a very valued animal in their tradition. Mm. And they have all been looking at economic values. I need a new car, I need a new house, I want this, I want that. But in with this uh, wonderful volunteer there, he is inspiring them to look back at their traditions. So it not only saves the sea turtle, it helps save their traditions and oral history for the future. Wow, that's amazing. Mm. So what was the background of this particular volunteer? Oh, he was um, he was a forestry uh, uh, technician in the Philippines. Ah. This is not his um, normal uh, uh, work, but communications is a skill that um, transgresses all kinds of occupations. Right, right. So, for example, Scott, you're a communicator. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. So you're about to enroll me into becoming a QSO VSO a volunteer. I can see it right now. It's coming. <laughs> you're the right age. You have a lot of life skills. Um, you have a degree. That's one of the things that's very important to people in other countries that you have a, a degree. Um, you're also uh, somebody that cares about your community and you participate. You have two teenage sons which you have brought up and uh, people with those kinds of skills fit very well into our work. Mm, so when are you joining? <laughs> <laughs> well, where do I go to join? You go up to our. You go to our website and you click. What's the website? Ah, www.qso-vso.org. Okay. And you click on volunteer, mm -hmm. and you'll find all kinds of information. You need to fill in the application form, have references. So when when someone volunteers, or when I volunteer, do I have a choice of where I go? or what sort of projects they work on? You're asking all the right questions because this is the stuff that everybody wants to know. So um, once you are assessed and we determine that you are the right person... Because yeah, not everybody can cope with living in a different culture. It's not a, a better or worse culture, but it's different, right? And if, if it would be the same. I've been to England, to London, and I don't know that I would adjust very well to London particularly, or I know a lot of people would have a tough time because of the British culture. And not that there's anything wrong with the British culture, but it's different than the, the West Coast So now maybe you would not be the most ideal volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, our assessment day is a day, and it's a very robust system, and uh, they usually discover very quickly those that are deemed um, perfect for our work. So once they have the qualities that require, you, that there are certain qualities you require yeah. in order to be successful. One of the biggest being the word collaborative. Mm. Working together. Working together. Mm -hmm. Like we're, we're working together on this podcast episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But you're holding the microphone. Yes. <laughs> I'm controlling what's going on. Um, anyway, so... Uh, so we have this one day. Yes. We find out... It's called assessment an day. Assessment day. The person is assessed. They're said, okay, uh, you're, you're the type of person that we want. And then what happens? 
and we check their references. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they go to a uh, workshop in Ottawa. Do they have them in Vancouver as well or just in Ottawa? No, in Ottawa right now. It's called Preparing for Change. How long is it? Um, it's a week. Okay. So in other words, you don't just take someone who's a volunteer and say, well, thank you very much. Here's your ticket. See you in Papua New Guinea in a couple of days and come back in three years. No, they have to make sh we have to make sure all they have all their medical uh, um, vaccinations, etc. Uh, they're ready. They've had their medical checkups. They've gone to the Preparing for Change workshops. They've met other volunteers. They've re met returned volunteers. And then they head out. Um, they also begin the communication with the host. Uh, remember, QSOVSO works in collaboration with uh, partners in the field. So, right. uh, so, for example, that volunteer from the Philippines wasn't just assigned there. He was working with uh, a turtle organization in Watang. Right. That's right, because the volunteers don't just go and sort of take charge or anything. They work okay. together with the people that, that are living there. That's right. Well, it's a very, I had a call today from someone whose grandmother went to, to uh, Papua New Guinea. Wow. And uh, she uh, has a very good job in, in British Columbia, and she decided to uh, apply. Her grandmother is about 89, and she's wow. in her 30s, and she's passed through the assessment process, and I got a call, and she just squealed with excitement. She has no idea where she's going to be assigned. Yes, by the way, you don't find out your assignment until after, usually after the um, uh, orientation, the prepare uh, orientation in Ottawa. Then you are uh, given some offers of jobs that are available out there and then you accept or reject one the jobs that are offered to you and prepare for the change of your life mm -hmm. so when you talk to people who have been uh, on assignment for a year two years three years what's is there any common theme any common uh, comment that they all make to you about their experience those were the best years of my life hmm. <laughs> Well, I think that's a great uh, place to, to end this particular episode. So thank you, Amita, for joining us. And uh, everybody, if you want to know more about QSO VSO, head over to www.qso-vso.org. And if they want to listen to some podcast episodes of your adventures in Africa uh, as you went on a tour with QSO VSO, uh, where could they go? To qso.podomatic.com. Thanks for joining us, Amita. Thank you.